So welcome back into the pod, folks. Um, Today is my dad's Memorial Day. And um, I really don't, believe it or not, like to, um, you know, mark this day as much. Because I know that um, he's with us every day. And you should mark their birthday, their life. And... We do that too, but it's hard not to remember when you were a kid and your dad passed away. Um, I remember being 19 and thinking, yeah, I'm an adult, which is bullshit because you're not. Um, My dad was only 47 and he died when I was 16 and my brother was 13 and um, So I was a kid and so was my brother. And, um, it's a very hard, sad, tragic, gut-wrenching thing when you lose a parent. And it doesn't really matter, I don't think, if you're 16 or 61. The loss of a parent is devastating. My husband just lost his mother in September he is not 16 (laughs) and he is equally as devastated even though his mom got to live to be 92 years old and um, obviously twice as long as my dad got to live it doesn't matter you're losing your anchor and you have to learn to anchor yourself and while You know, I know the whole point of parenthood is to raise independent children who can live on their own and be productive members of society and have their own families and their own happiness and their own safety and all those things. I also know that you never stop being a parent, right? You want to protect your kids. You want to make sure they're always happy and safe no matter how old they are, no matter how old you are. And I get that, even though I was never able to do it myself. I have kids, they're four-legged and furry, and I feel exactly the same way about them. So, you know, on this day, it's very, um, things are very subdued. Um, Some years, as I said in my post earlier on Facebook, some years there are lots of tears. And some years there are just less tears. It just depends on how it hits that particular year. And uh, it was 42 years ago. Um, In five more years, um, it will be the length of my dad's life. He will be gone. And I feel sad for him because he didn't get to live and see all of the things that I have gotten to do and see since I was 47, which is 11, almost 12 years now. And you should definitely live for yourself. You should not live for others. But when you lose a parent so young, when they were so young, you feel sometimes like, wow, you know, I got to do all these things and be all these things that my dad didn't get to experience. 
Um, when my dad passed away, he was um, working on getting his captain's license or certification or whatever you call it to be um, a seaboat captain for like the big tankers and the really big cargo ships and stuff like that. And um, he actually fell off during his training and was injured and was on disability, but was still trying to find a way to do what he wanted to do. Um, when my mother kidnapped us up to Montana, he followed us there because while my dad was very tough on the outside and soft on the inside, he also was not going to let my mom take us away from him, which is what she was doing uh, illegally. Um, because now all of the, um, papers are online and I can read them and she was not supposed to leave the state without my dad's permission. And I'm sure, and I know he did not give permission for her to leave the state with us. And by leave the state, I mean, move out of the state and he did not okay that. So she did that illegally. And of course <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Um, it still sucks, but it doesn't surprise me. Um, and you know, he wasn't going to let her remove him from our lives. She successfully for an amount of time after my dad passed away, um, removed his family from our lives with her lies and her deceptions. And, um, you know, when I say lies, I don't mean like little white lies, you guys, I mean, massive lies that, um, malignant narcissists tell. And, you know, they will tell a lie no matter who it's going to hurt, no matter how big it is, if it's going to, um, in their mind, help them. And it's disgusting. And you should never participate in that. Not ever. So, you know, if you've got someone in your life who gaslights you and lies and don't um, participate in that by letting them off. You know, you've got to hold them accountable. They have to be held accountable for their um, deceptions. And so my dad passed away. Um, he had a heart attack, really bad one, when we were back here for that summer to see my cousins and my uncle and my aunt and the rest of my extended family. My dad grew up in Millis, Massachusetts. And um, he was in the hospital here. I, I wish with all my heart that he had stayed here in the hospital because I think in Boston they might have had a better shot at helping him in the end. But I also know my dad. And we had to get back to come to school. And he wasn't going to put us on a plane. We drove here from Montana. And... Um, we drove back and the person who drove was me because, um, I got my license at 13 and a half and my dad couldn't take the stress of driving. They were very, very concerned about him going back and the fact that we had to drive it. I don't even remember how long it took us. I remember a little bit of having to drive through New York city, um, with my brother next to me in the passenger seat at 13 and me in the driver's seat at 16 with my dad laying on the back seat with his nitrogen pills and 
reminding me to look for the hospital signs in case we needed it. Um, there were no cell phones back then. Uh, basically what would have happened is we would have had to pull over and at one of those, um, phone boxes along the highway. And, um, so I paid attention to where those were and how far apart they were. And, you know, it was a very, um, adult thing to have to do, but I did it for my dad and my brother. And I, I had to grow up really, really fast my whole life. And that was just another thing that I had to do that an adult would do. And so when I think about how long have I been an adult, it feels like since I was six years old, which is not how it's supposed to go. Apparently you're supposed to not feel like an adult, um, at six years old or starting at six years old. So, um, yeah, I've seen that in other people. I didn't, I didn't get to do that. So I didn't get to have the childhood that everyone else had. That's okay. You, you play the cards you're dealt. And those are the cards that I was dealt, man. That's it. So my dad went down to Missoula, Montana, where there was a bigger hospital. I don't think the Kalispell hospital could handle a quadruple bypass today, now that it's done all the time, much less back then when it was never done before. So that's why I'm glad I got my brother here for the back surgeries and hip surgeries he needed because yeah, no, not having it done out there. So my dad traveled a couple hours South, um, and they were going to try it that he was in the hospital. I, I think I'm not positive for a few weeks. It's hard to remember. Um, you know, cause you start blocking certain parts out just for survival. And, uh, I'm sure the medical team practiced and tried to see if they could do it because the, a quadruple bypass was not done in 1980. It just wasn't. And if it was being done, it was done here and there. And it was like, okay, this patient is probably going to die. Let's give it a shot. And that's basically what happened with my dad. His heart muscle was damaged severely in the heart attack and he needed a quadruple bypass. And back then I think they were only doing double bypasses if that, um, okay, there's a funeral happening here. So I gotta make sure I don't get in the middle of it. Okay. Um, in any case, um, so I don't like to highlight this day, but I feel like if I don't honor it, then I don't honor my dad. It's the day he left. And it's a very, very hard day. And like I said, some years it's really, really, really hard. And some years it's not as hard. Um, you know, just keeping it real. But as I walk through this day, get a lot of support, my brother and I, and I look at my husband and I think, you know, when I got married the first time, I married a guy that my dad had met a guy, a 19 year old. Um, we didn't get married for a couple of years cause I was 16, but I got married at 19 and I did that a to get out of Montana. I was going to school, but you know, to get out of my house basically 
and B, because he had met my dad that summer. I had just met him. Um, but in my young mind, it made sense. I mean, it makes no sense, but when you're a kid, you, you don't know anything. And I know that all my teenagers and young adults are going to be like, F you. We know more than you think. Yes. You know more than I did at the, at your age for sure. For sure. You guys are way smarter, but you still don't know as much as you think. Cause I thought I knew it all too. And I didn't. And I still don't know it all. <laughs> I don't think you ever figure it all out. And that's okay. Because that's what life is. Trying to figure stuff out, right? Um, and that's all we can all do. Is try to figure stuff out. And learn and grow. And that's kind of what life is about. And I'm still sad that my dad didn't get to experience all of the things I've experienced so far and the things that I'll experience in the future. My dad was a really good guy. Very tough on the outside, as I said. Very soft on the inside. Very, very smart. Smart as a whip. Could kick your ass and would also pretty much do anything for you. I don't know if that sounds familiar to anybody, but it does to me. And I'm proud that it does. Because that means I'm like my dad. And that's who I want to be like. All the way. The tough part. The nice part. All of it. Um, but I don't let people roll over me. And if I was in my dad's shoes when my mother left him, I would have tried to get us. But back in the 70s, the dad never got the kids unless the mother was like in jail or, you know, in a mental hospital, which is where mine should have been. But back then again, you didn't, you know, people didn't get diagnosed with mental illness. People were just weird or people were just strange or, you know, you didn't do that. And I get that. Like, I'm not blaming my family or my dad or, you know, my dad was trying to be good to us. And he put us first, which is what a parent is supposed to do. And um, I'm glad I had one parent that did that. I'm glad my brother and I had one parent that did that. Because we only got one. The other one, no. So... That's why we miss him more, maybe, than other people would, or maybe equal to what other people would. I don't know. I can only grieve the way that I grieve. My brother can only grieve the way he grieves. Um, everybody has to grieve in their own way. And that goes for all of you who are listening, who've lost someone close to you. Um, your loss is your loss and no one should tell you how to do it, how to feel about it, how to handle it, what to say, what to do, what not to do. But what I can tell you is that remembering the person that you love, talking about them, making them part 
always still a part of your family and your day and your life keeps them alive. And that we should always do because it is so, so, so important. Um, my kids, Allie and Lily that I've lost, they're a part of our family. We talk about them. We know that the girls see them and Sadie, of course, too. We know that they're still part of our family and my dad is too. And when my brother is having trouble, I remind him of what my dad would say because it's really, really hard for him to remember. Really hard. He was 13. And so his memories are less than mine, especially because he was only three when my parents broke up and my dad wasn't in the house. And just from my own experience, being five and six years old when that happened, I remember things that he doesn't remember. So I think when your kids are five or six, they absolutely retain that information, that memory, that feeling. While when they're a few years younger, they don't. And I am definitely no one to give parents advice. I am not a human parent. My children are dogs. And I know that is not the same. But I'm going to say this anyway as a child of a broken home. Okay? Of a a child of a parent, one of my parents, who did not handle her shit. Listen. If you're a parent, everything that you do, every decision that you make is going to affect your kid. And that is a lot of responsibility. That's an awesome responsibility. I don't know how I would have handled that with a human child. I'm going to be honest. I don't envy you parents that because it's, it's got to be stressful And hard, man, with a capital H. And I have so many friends that do it so awesome. Like, I can't even believe how amazing they are as parents. And my hat's off to you. So take it from a kid whose mother fucked up. Big time. When you're making the big decisions of your life, not the everyday ones, like what to feed them and how to feed them and what doctor to take, you know, not all of that stuff, not all your day-to-day minutiae, what kind of toys are you giving them? Are they going to preschool or not? You know, those are, those are important, but I'm talking about the big stuff. Like, are you going to stay with their other parent? Are you going to have an affair? Are you going to move them at a time in their life when they're making friends and setting down their own roots in their own community as young teens or older teens or whatever? Please, please put your children first over your own wants and your own interests. Now, if you have to move for a job because you have to feed your family, that's a little different. 
than moving just because you wanna or just because of the weather or just because of like if you're moving to help an elder parent totally different now, those are big huge important things but do your kids a favor if those are the reasons you have to move explain it to your kids maybe you're moving because of another socioeconomic reason explain it to your kids if they're over five or six years old they're going to understand and you know what they're going to remember that you involve them in the family decision their entire life they're going to feel validated they're going to feel heard and those things are huge because we were told to get in the fucking car and shut up and it was said to us just like that and we could have definitely stayed with family no problem we had tons of family in California my mother pulled us out of there for a selfish reason my parents my mother my stepfather did not have jobs they didn't have a home for us we had to live in a motel for a while I mean it was ridiculous it was fucking ridiculous. And our dad was in Southern California. And she just did it because she's a bitch. A selfish, narcissistic bitch. And I don't know how else to put that. Because that's exactly why she did it. And so, don't do that to your kids. You gotta go because of work or elder parent or whatever. Explain it to your kids. Sit them down and explain it to them at their level. That will only be positive for you as a parent your entire life. And if you can avoid doing that, avoid moving, avoid ripping them away from their people, their school, what they know, avoid it. If you're thinking of having an affair and leaving your spouse or your partner and you have kids with that person and you're like, fuck them, I'm gonna take these kids and run, fuck them and blah, blah, blah. No, no. Their parents will always be their parents and you will alienate yourself from your children when you pull that shit. Your relationship with their other parent is yours. Theirs is different than yours. And if you don't respect their relationship with their other parent, you might be an asshole, as I like to say. And that is not okay. Because in the end, it will come back to bite you. Because your child will remember which parent it was that cared about them more than they cared, you cared about yourself. Yes, they will. Uh-huh. I know. Because I went through it. So, as I remember my dad today, I remember him as the person who taught me all the important lessons of my life. How to be. How not to be. What kind of a person to be. To have integrity. To keep your word. To give as much as you can. And to love your family before yourself. And that's what I learned from my dad. And that's why it's such a loss. 
because he had more stuff to teach us. And we've had to learn our on our own, which is not the easier way, by the way, when you have to teach yourself, raise yourself. It's not that much fun, to be honest. So today, here's to you, Dad. Love you and miss you. Always.